Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's the podcast for the busy gamer. I am, uh, as always, Morgul the Oracle, Michael, and I'm joined by Proudmore of his puzzle skills, Adrian. I see you need to do some testing. And intelligence of an orc, it's Matt. Actually, orcs can be quite clever in this game, so I probably shouldn't have said that. That was just fantasy racism. That is is true. (laughs) And if you haven't guessed yet, the game for this fortnight has been Hearthstone, the online trading card game by Blizzard. Hearthstone, or if you're from America, Hearthstone. Hearth? Do they say Hearthstone? No, I'm just being silly. Oh, really? I am so embarrassed. This whole time I've been I've been calling it Heart H Stone. Ah, oh. <laughs> you silly! A classic mistake. You, you silly boy. Actually, it's not even a trading card game because I don't think there's any way to trade cards. So That's it's true. A collectible card game with competition in a competitive card Com- game, but also solo. But we'll dive into that soon. First up, the news. Uh, there's not much going on. The f- only thing that's really popped up firstly is there's GTA Five hackers that can get to your single-player game now. Yes, this is something that has just kind of popped up on Reddit uh, of recording three days ago. So this guy is... Uh, I believe he was streaming a speedrun, right? And then a modder is able to just ruin everything by going, I believe what they do, and this is just from context, because I only found this today while I was at work, and I wasn't able to watch the video, so I'm very sorry. (laughs) Uh, But I believe, essentially, all the numbers in your game, they're able to alter, and so if you need money, they can just get rid of it all. Oh, so they can, Um, like, hack the numbers in your game. I believe so, but I'm not sure, like what, like level it can get to. Um, I believe they can just set your health to zero. Is the thing? Ah, uh, okay. And so, so they can the, grief. Yeah, and I think they can. It kind of looked like they were able to change the speed of the car to like zero instantly as well. So like anything with numbers, it seems that the hackers are able to directly affect people in single player because it's always online. Anything that has a value, i.e. everything. Yes, exactly. So good. Interesting. Is that a recent discovery or is that like... Well, it's a recent discovery that we can do it. I'm sure it's always been possible. Um, there's a new menu in the... That, okay, so what happens is there's a new menu that gives the hacker the ability to see your ID. Uh, and then okay. because you're online, they can still alter all of those data values. Damn. So don't stream, like, new way of stream sniping for people playing Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, be wary of that one if you play. Uh, the, there's no other no other real news going on, but the only thing I wanted to bring up, and I saw this in an article, I was like, "Ooh, this is this is funny." There's a game that came out five years ago that requested that you not play the game for five years to get an achievement. That game is the Stanley Parable, and if you played that game five years ago and never played it again, you can oh now get that God. achievement. You can stop I... hating me now, Matthew. 
Why why was I hating you? I just remember when we like first played this game, uh like I, I'm looking here, I, I bought this game on twentieth November, so I've still got a little bit another month or so to wait. Um but I remember you being like, Ah, oh, I had to why'd you remember get this game? I have to wait five years now to hundred percent it. And I was like So it's all your fault. Good. But the time has come. Finally all that that anguish you feel towards me can be relieved. I'm sure you'll be excited to legitimately get that one. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not, not for me yet. I've still got until November, definitely. And then I've got to finish it in under four minutes and 22 seconds. Uh, and I need to... Get the uh, unachievable achievement. <laughs> yep. Oh, play the Stanley Parable for the entire duration of a Tuesday. <sighs> you could do okay. that. You, Tomorrow. You're, you're a pro at leaving your PC on. Yeah. Or your devices on. I am pretty good at doing that. I just wanted to bring that up because I thought that was that was like... It is cool. funny, but also very cool. And so now you know, everyone who has had the achievement prior to now hacked, cheated. Yeah. Steam Achievement Manager. I think they either, yeah, they did that or they played with their PC's clock. Because I heard that's that's what people have done for their Tuesday, for the Tuesday one. I might do that for the Tuesday one because that's that's just too much effort. Waiting five years, I can do that. I did that (laughs) accidentally. Uh, (laughs) Waiting, waiting till a... uh, Went to the end of the day. That's uh, too much. Leaving my crappy laptop on for 24 hours. Now, that's just, I can't do that. That's how you start a house fire. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's it for the news. Nothing exciting has really been happening. I think there's some been slightly more progress on the um, the Walking Dead yeah, season four that's, happening. But That's I what don't... I was thinking. Everyone's just down about that. Everyone's just like, oh. But I don't think it's like uh, they're in talks, nothing official yet. My sources uh-huh. tell me. Um, so we can move quickly into housekeeping and hopefully into the game. Yeah. So as for housekeeping, uh, just to announce what we've got coming up next uh, in next week is our Echo episode on Hollow Knight, uh, and then the actual episode next up in a fortnight is Dark Souls. They pair well together. Yeah, that's a very good pairing. Um, mm. We did this on purpose. <clears throat> totally on purpose. Planned. Uh, I've already, <laughs> as soon as as soon as soon Friday came and, and Dark Souls released, I was in it. I was on it. Hearthstone was out of my mind. Uh, and I'm already up to Sense Fortress and I've only played if not like two sittings of it. So I'm, I'm, super, back, I'm super back into it. <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. Uh, it only took me one try to beat the asylum demon in fact he didn't actually hit me at all i just threw fire bombs at him uh nice. well, yeah what class did you roll i went pyromancer yeah pyromancer okay. well uh, just check it just check it uh, that's okay uh and then it took either two or three tries for the taurus demon so you're not so bad you were you like see, oh I'm, look I'm at I'm this game okay. oh. i'm doing all right now now i'll just um now that i've Met Solaire, I'm just going to get you to come in and carry me, please. I'm ready. I'm <laughs> blasting through the game far, way faster than they should have. I've, <laughs> I've opened Sen's Fortress, but I avoided the depths. Anyway, let's move on. I'm, I could talk about this game for several more episodes, but we're not here to talk about Dark Souls. We're here to talk about our podcast, as well as Hearthstone. Yes. So <laughs> for Dark Souls and Hollow Knight, uh, all these games and more, you can please subscribe to us. Uh, on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and every good podcast app. For example, Pocket Casts. There you go. Please subscribe. Please review if the app allows it. Shout out to everyone yeah. listening on Pocket Casts. 
Thank you very much for tuning in and hopefully you keep coming back definitely next week for Hollow Knight and then the week after that for Dark Souls. And then tell tell all your, assuming you're listening to this for Hearthstone, right, you can come and you can tell all your friends how much of a loser at least I am uh, in it. I don't know about these two, but definitely me. Ooh, this guy. That Matt character. <laughs> Oof. Well, let's get into it. Hearthstone. Or as I like to call it, what magic online should have been. Done. Oh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> the end. Thanks okay. for listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, because I, I was talking about this on the on the stream, I'm like, this feels like Magic the Gathering feels like your generic card game, and this feels like generic card game light. Like you basically have the same the same effect with mana as you have in Magic, but you have like it's forced upon you with the crystals, the mana, rather than you making like choosing what mana you have and then casting abilities yeah. or, or creatures based on that. Um, so it's like simplified, and that's not that's not saying that it's a bad thing. I think the system is very good. It's, I think it's doing so well. It needs to go on to like. Why is it not on Switch? Is what I was thinking actually. Because <laughs> you got on your phone. into this, and that's exactly oh. it. <laughs> the uh, Blizzard said that. Um, they're all about reaching, you know, as large an audience as they can, and they found that everyone who owns a Switch already owns a phone, so they don't need it on the Switch. Is yeah. their sort of theory behind it, which I don't agree with. If I had the choice between playing it on the Switch or my phone, I would rather play it on the Switch because the Switch has a touch screen as well, mm. and I think. I think the Switch needs a, f- a few like good, maybe free to play games like Hearthstone. Well, you'll be surprised. Uh, it wouldn't be a podcast episode if I didn't mention Smite. And inside sources say Smite's coming to the Switch. All right, done. Let's get move on. <laughs> but they've got Paladins. Yeah, that's true. But that's not Smite. <laughs> anyway, but it's, uh, Hearthstone company, would be good. I was thinking that today because I. I think I was just moving my switch around, and I was like, "Oh, I want to play. I was going to play Hearthstone." But I do overall, I do like that it does have a portable option, and it's not split. As in, not everybody everyone plays can play together. together. You don't have to like only play with other people on on mobile. Yes, and you keep your collection as well. If you yes, have that a is collection. so good. Apparently, uh, like Gwent. So that's another mm-hmm. what collectible card game. Uh, apparently, you can't do that. Apparently, if you've got a Got it on PC, got it on PS4. They're two separate. Well, that is that not just Sony being Sony? It probably is just Sony being Sony. Which but apparently is changing. I think Sony said they're hap- like they're going to do crossplay now or something. Uh, well, they're definitely doing it with Fortnite. But that was uh, that was our Fortnite episode. If you want to hear that, the barriers know. are broken. The barriers are broken. They're coming down. They're coming down. Hopefully, by the next gen, they'll be gone. Um, but with the card collections, though, apparently it is locked to your region that you play in. Oh really? So if you play in we like I play in the Americas, and I think we all do because we can play together. But if you want to play in someone in the Europe servers, you have to switch servers, and that means you lose your. I don't know if you permanently lose it or if it just saves to that region. Maybe you need to migrate. Yeah, maybe I don't know if they have that option because I was trying to play with someone on stream. They hopped into chat and were like, "Hey, do you want to play?" I was like, "Sure." 
finally got the ad working. You had to like add each other in the right region. No. And then it wouldn't. He's like, "Oh, my collection's gone." I was like, "Oh, okay, well, uh, you can play with the basic deck." And he's like, "No, nah, don't worry about it." <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's a bit strange. I feel like that we have the technology to not do that. Like everywhere else in the world can switch regions without, like every other game can switch regions without changing your collection. It's probably at this point they there would be people who have two collections, and at this point they would rage out if they did figure it out. Well, that's too bad. But is it because we are keeping very little client side? Like the ability for for it to work so well, like on a phone and on the go from device to device means that a lot of your collection is based on the server. So if you swap regions, you swap servers completely. Yeah. So it would probably, probably give your, your phone a bit more of a hit to be like, keep all the data of your collections, which I'm assuming some people's would be huge. Well, it doesn't have to be, though. Like, surely you can just, like, copy and paste the card data from server to server. True. I don't know. I'm not Blizzard. <laughs> that being said, Blizzard uh, have excellent quality control. Whether oh, or not you yeah. enjoy their games, this is a very well-polished game. Actually, I did have some issues with the game crashing and like lagging out, which is like, eh, I feel like it shouldn't happen. I don't know if that was just me on my computer. It's been fine on the phone, but definitely had, a, I think even a crash live while I was streaming, which hmm. happens, but I think it happened a few times to me and I was like, this is not great for a, 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 simple, a simple card game. Uh, <laughs> but that said, there were no bugs in the game. Like it was just a crash issue. Or did I play over two weeks? I crashed probably three or f- three, four times. I did crash a lot on my phone, but it was always crappy internet kind of was the culprit. Mm. Other than that, it's very clean, like sounds and visuals. Although you don't hear the sounds much because you're probably playing, you know, on the go on your phone and you're not listening. But the all the sound is just mm. so good. Job done. I yeah, I love that they've like voice acted all the characters, and the the music is like really, it's repetitive enough that you remember the tune, but not so repetitive that it's annoying. It's like the perfect balance. This is a real like really well made game. How much did you play solo adventures versus competitive? Not ranked necessarily, but like against another human being. Uh, I probably played more solo stuff. When it came to solo stuff, I only played um, the Boomsday Project. I I wanted to try... Like, here's here's what came down for me. I was like, all right, cool. Puzzle version? Sick. I love that idea. And I was like, it's a card game. How hard can the puzzles be? I'll just breeze through them real quick, and then I'll move (laughs) over to the hunt or whatever other ones there were. It was not a breeze. It was not easy. (laughs) And I'm still doing them, and I want to do them. And they're really fun. And that they're like, it's just a good, like, you sit there and go, but if I do that, then this is going to happen. I need to move it over there. They have different versions of the puzzles. I really love the Boomsday Project. That was a really great addition. And that that's going to keep the game on my phone. Like, I'm not uninstalling that from my phone until I finish those puzzles, which means I play more Hearthstone. <laughs> so it was a good addition. I didn't play any of the other um, <laughs> solos and I only played a little of the uh, PvP. 
Uh, the what did you guys find? What was your split? Oh, I was doing probably like I did play Boomsday Project and I did do Witchwood, which I'll talk about in a sec. But as for actually trying to use my cards, I was like, I want to level up because I have an incomplete deck because I haven't leveled up my characters. So I did play a little bit of solo, but it doesn't level up quick. And your deck sucks. And so you fight people because I think you level up quicker, but your deck still sucks. So you're just, you're not trying to win. You're trying to see how far you can get because I'm pretty sure the more like you play... And the more damage you take, the more damage you do. The, like, just the more you play, I'm pretty sure the more experience you get. Because there was one time where I did start a match uh, and then life did get in the way. So I immediately just went, no, uh, I'm out. Like, you win. It had nothing to do with the fact that he had that special card that if they only have odd mana count cards... It had nothing to do with that bonus he had, I swear. <laughs> and I didn't get any XP in comparison to when you lose after a while. So yeah. playing the actual game, I did try more with people. But I definitely loved the Boomsday Project. I don't think as much as Adrian did. I don't think I anyone could puzzles. love that. I don't think anyone <laughs> could love that as much as Adrian did. But I tried my hardest at Witchwood. What's Witch- Witchwood all about? So essentially you're a monster hunter and you gotta <gasps> hunt ten yes, Bloodborne. And you gotta hunt ten monsters. Um each one getting harder, but as you progress, you uh, enhance your deck, you get cool buffs. For example, all of your minions have plus two health, and it's a permanent buff from the start of the match to the end of the match. Uh but if you lose, you gotta start from the very beginning, from the very first monster. And so if you've got a really good deck and then you go up against a really OP monster, like a bullcrap monster, then it's all over. And you're like, ah, and there's no second chances. I think I understand what they're going for, but I feel like there could at least be a fun mode where it's like you get three chances. And if you lose the third time, then it's all undone. But But for lesser rewards, maybe. Yeah. uh, And just... Because or a practice think, mode for that, maybe would it benefit yeah, from? Maybe because you like they're good cards, and it makes me sad that I can't play with these against <laughs> real people because you get things like uh, the jade, um, what do you call jade, it? jade tokens, and then yeah, you make the jade golems, and you have like really good cards, and then you go back to playing solo against real people, and it's like the basic deck, and that's all you have. Okay, yeah, I've played a lot of Witchwood. I I was really enjoying it because I was sort of following what my quests wanted me to do and they wanted me to like get 10 wins first with like uh the tracker and then with like the cannoneer in Witchwood. So I was having a lot of fun with Witchwood and I was I could get to like the 7th one usually okay and then things would get like really hard. Um but it actually it feels like it is a it's a practice mode for arena. If you played any of the arena, no, but I did you... hear like it did like pop up a few times to be like you got to finish your arena <laughs> run on stuff, and I was like, what? I forgot. I don't know because I played this a long time ago. And yeah, then left it. 
I am the exact same. I was like, oh, cool arena. I'll spend my money on this. And then it was like, okay, now you have to build your deck. And I went, I have no idea what I'm doing, so I'm just going to sidestep this. Because arena, you do a, a similar thing where you get to sort of check out cards that you don't otherwise have. So being someone who hasn't spent any money on the game, I get to experience more of the game than the basic decks allow me to. It is a cool addition that they let you do that. Like, they're like, for PvP, <clears throat> excuse me, for PvP, you have your deck and that's what you have and that's your collection. But for all these other modes, you can see these cool cards and try it, like, basically try them out. And then Arena is good for PvP on kind of more equal footing. Like, someone that isn't, you know, a millionaire that plays Hearthstone on the side, which I'm sure exists, or even if you were to go against someone who did play, like, almost on eSport level. If you manage to get matched with them in arena, you know that it's just their wits. They're not going to pull this crazy card that just completely ruins everything. No, they they got the same same building blocks that you do. You just know that it's mano a mano. It's out of skill. Yeah. What do you, What do you think of the learning curve on this game? Do you think it's difficult to learn, hard to master? No. Well, it's easy. It's to learn. very. It's very easy to learn straight up. It's straightforward enough that, like, as you were saying before, but it just has such a high skill ceiling. Skill ceiling or pay ceiling? Yeah, there's a bit of that, but I was... I I think I hit a wall to get to the ceiling because I was just losing and then nothing would happen. And I couldn't level up as quick as if I were to win, and so I'm just like, okay, nothing's happening. I'm not, I'm not getting better. I'm just hitting my head on the wall trying to level up my hunter. Nothing's happening. I do think that if you gave two players the same deck, the more skillful player will win consistently, um, regardless. Yeah, regardless of like, say, starting drawer than the cards they get, because I. I do think there is some skill, and I felt, say, this time around picking it back up to when I was into it sort of a year ago, I felt like this time I was more uh, more capable, and I was, and actually things like Boomsday and some of the solo stuff was making me think harder about how to play. Like how I needed to, I also, yeah. I liked the tactic of owning the boards, always having, if I couldn't clear their minions, always having one more minion than them felt like important and often put me like in good stead. And then the combos of who would attack what for either a trade of cards or for maximizing damage or mitigating to keep your taunt alive for another turn to get another card. I felt like I began to play it in a different way than I had before. I'd agree. I feel like Boom's Day Project made me a better player because it made me think outside the square with with some of these like skills and, and effects these, these cards have. Just really makes you pay attention to them, I think, yeah. is the thing. You just kind of see people... Uh, and I'm not saying I'm good at all, but you see people and you just think, like, well, you played that two turns ago, and then now you're playing this. If you didn't draw that just now, then you should have done it the other way around kind of thing. Yeah, there was plenty of times, like, where I'd learnt 
like I knew better and I wasn't like I'm just kind of the click and go kind of guy like I'll just click it and then afterwards I'm like damn I've thought about that if I'd played that second I would have gotten more damage off or I could have saved myself another turn um, and I feel like the other some of the other modes help you realize that stuff more and that's how you kind of get better and I tell you what you can tell when people don't have the skill like I've played against someone one of my I think two or three I played ranked matches and one of them they were just going for damage like they were just trying to attack and you could kind of tell that that's what their train of thought was and I'm just thinking like is this like uh, is, is this a kid because they're not thinking tactically they're just seeing something and then attacking it straight straight away and even though i definitely had a worse deck i did manage to beat them and i'm thinking like you you gotta you gotta think you can't just throw money at the game to win uh certainly helps i think when skill it, it is definitely both when your skills are equal, um, paying, buying more packs definitely get you the better cards to win at the end of the day. Can I quickly tell you about what I think is the worst solo mode? Sure. You certainly can. It is uh, Frozen Throne. Tell me about uh, you it. You may have seen it towards the bottom of the list. So Frozen Throne is that, like... Uh, you in the first round you start as a hero against the lich king he kills you it's unwinnable as far as i can tell and then you become like evil and then fight other heroes the second level so the first level is like quite straightforward because you become like super op when he like kills you and makes you into a lich the second level is then like you having to, like, prove your worth to the Lich King. So it's like a series of trials. You have to build a deck out of your own collection to take on his heroes. And so this is, like, technically level one because the one before is a prologue. So level one, build a deck that can beat a hero in one turn. Is this almost like a puzzle one where it's, like... You have like at like you have twenty cards to choose from. You got to pick the right ten to then play the right move, or is it? You've got to build random? your deck out of your own collection. Oh, okay. And so, the first hero you face, you got to do thirty damage in one turn because his hero power costs zero mana and heals him to full health. Oh. And it is the worst. <laughs> I had I could I couldn't beat it. And when you're about five turns in, he can start playing. He can play these minions that are zero eights, but their ability is at the end of the turn they deal fifteen damage directly to your hero. Oof! So he plays he plays one. You take fifteen damage. The next turn he plays a second one. You take <laughs> like thirty damage that turn. That sounds like that could be their like first expansion, and they very quickly realized that whatever they would, that mechanic was a bad idea, like making you play with your own cards. Potentially, hmm. I also feel like it's supposed to be a bit high end solo. It's supposed to be like you got good cards, you got a good deck, and you can 
deal 30 damage in less than like five to six moves, which is pretty insane. Maybe I was missing something. Maybe there was like a build a deck for me button that you missed and that was the key. Maybe. Maybe there were more cards on offer than I realized, but I don't know. If anyone who's a Hearthstone player, if you know the trick to Frozen Throne, let me know because I thought it was impossible and I did not like it. But the game needed me to keep playing Frozen Throne cards. So instead, I built decks to play against other people that were absolutely terrible but had all my (laughs) Frozen Throne cards. Ah. And sometimes I pulled off wins. (laughs) They're probably like, whoa, this is old meta. Holy shit. That's always what I was like thinking. I'm like... People watch me play and they just go like, why are you even using that card? Mage meta, that's filthy. No one does yeah, that. Yeah, did like mage, did like playing mage. Uh, I have no idea what the meta is. I'm not into it at all. I did watch, uh, I showed you yeah. guys, I don't know if you watched the video of one of the championships. It was um, the grand final from, grand final, is that what they call it? The world championship from this year. Yeah, and it was the esports actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Like I could I can watch this. I don't know if I 100% like the commentators, but <laughs> I like watching it. Yeah. Uh the the only caveat that I have with watching the, like the proest of the pros is um you know how it says oh, so select one, uh get plus 3 or draw a card. Uh they select it so quickly that you just don't see it. And you're like, oh, what did you do? <laughs> Which card was it? I like that um, they had the voiceover, like the dwarf voiceover, actually say their names. It was Frozen and yes. Tom something, I think. Yes, it, that's right. Um, I was trying to find <laughs> I also like that this year <laughs> they accidentally set off the uh, confetti cannon, one of the confetti <laughs> cannons early. Like Frozen was up 2-0 on a best of... Best of five, three. No, it was best of five. Oh yeah, and then Tom came back with the reverse sweep. But at 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 the point where Frozen was two nil, the cannons went off, and you see Tom looking like just looking depressed because he's like, "Why is this happening?" And then and then he comes back with the reverse sweep, and it's like, "Damn!" It was it's really good, really interesting to see like what the meta, like what their meta is, and what they played, and their kind of deck strategies, because. I don't know. I never really played with a deck strategy, at least not an active one. I just did the mage thing, which is turn people to sheep. Um, but they had like one of them was running like the Jade Idol thing, and then another one was running I don't know, some other weird deck. Um, yeah, it was hard to it's hard to figure out what a good like deck uh, meta and strategy is. Like it's too much. Like I'd have to get deeper into game to start thinking about stuff like that. Mm. I played more to hero strength, so I knew the style I would have to play depending on mm. the the deck at hand. So, like, Warlocks, uh, because your tap deals you damage but you get to draw a card, you want low-cost cards so you can so you can hit hard and fast. You can't get into the late game because you've already started taking damage early by by building your hand. But then uh, if you're a warrior, like, all about that turtling. Just armor up everything with armor. Get cards that give you armor. And you're sitting on, like, 30 health and, like, 15 armor. And you're just sitting pretty. Untouchable. 
yeah, I think that's what you have to do. If you're not playing to the hero's strength, then like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the kind of the point. You choose a theme or a strategy that yeah. the hero empowers, and you roll a deck with that. You know who I versed who had the most concise like deck strategy was? Who? Abby. <laughs> yeah. Like okay. Michaels was pretty good with the I think was it did I verse your orc or something? Potentially. Um but she had this deck, I don't know, but the cards were like just like to, like it was kind of even and then she put out this one card and then stacked it on another one and another one and another one and I was like, I can't do anything, it's game over. Like you just kept like snowballing. I was like, this she's I was like You've planned this deck out to like a tease, is in like how because I think because I was on stream, and I think she was like, Oh, I'm not very good. I'm like, That's all right, it doesn't matter. And then the first game, she just wiped me. I was like, Oh my god, don't talk, stop talking shit. You're yeah, I was too gonna good. say that's that's the biggest lie. Abby, Michael's girlfriend, is I think the best, best Hearthstone players out of, out of all of us. That said, she, I beat I beat her 2 1, so. Oh, then, then you no. are the king. You, you, I don't. But she, 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 she is she very good. Like <laughs> yeah. she was so good. I, I think it was possibly the first or second time I picked up Hearthstone, and then I, she was like, "Oh, let's play," and I was like, "Okay." And then I stopped playing Hearthstone. <laughs> <laughs> she had cards I'd never even seen before. I was like, "How much have you spent on this?" No money. I can guarantee that we've spent nothing. That's impressive. That. She's that makes me hopeful man. because this game, if we want to start talking about the grind, seems very grindy. Like, oh yeah, you either spend a lot of time on this game or a lot of money, uh, and, and then you're grinding at your job. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> but if if Abby's getting really cool looking and good cards like that, and not spending a dollar, it makes me hopeful that the grind isn't so bad. And it's like the 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 I guess the slope, like the the rate at which you get cards and get better cards is good. I don't think it's so much as a grind because games are quick and it's enjoyable and you're scratching that itch. It's just a huge time sink. Yeah. Well, that's that's the, what I'm meaning right now when I say grind. It's not it's not tedious at all because it's still fun to play. Um, but sometimes... You just have to play so much. Yeah. Sometimes, like, the amount you have to play is the grind. And... and Hopefully, you don't have to play too extra much of this. Too extra much. Too much extra of this, even. Possibly. But, yeah, you do have to get a lot of packs in order to, I feel, hold a candle. Which is good, because when you start, it does it does give you quite a bit of handout. And if you're doing your quests and you get money, you can get enough. Like It is definitely possible to play this for free. Uh, and sink all your time in it to do all those quests to get good to then get more cards to then be better. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't spend any money on this, and I got a few, like I, got, I was getting part card packs for free, and I was like, this is very generous. M- most other free to play games are like, if you want anything, you have to you have to pay for it pretty much. Um, but I guess this is a slightly different beast in that it's a collecting card game. So if if you're not collecting even on a free-to-play basis, um, that would be very frustrating. Although I tell you what about packs, right? As long as we're fully in the grind now, I tell you what about packs. They say something along the lines of, like, guarantees one free rare. 
Uh, and I don't know what is like what the scale is. Like, what's normal? What's good? What's rare? What's legendary? What's epic? I don't know the names for it, and I don't know what is. I just like look at a card and I think, oh, okay, this this is good. Like, I, I have one legendary, uh, and as, as itself, it's not that good, but it has an effect which is. Um, if you play your rightmost card, you can draw another card. And if you're in late game and your rightmost card is a low mana card, and then you play it, you get another one that's low, and then you play it. And it, it can work out really well. So I understand well by itself, not a legendary, but the effect is definitely legendary. Mm. But these so-called rares, right? These rares, guaranteed one rare per pack. What is that? It's slightly Worse better than common. Slightly better than common. And by slightly, we mean not. It's just, it is, it's three mana, does three damage, one health, has taunt. Rare. What is, that's just a normal card. No, it's rare because... We put, we put that label we, on it. We, we put that label on it. And no, you got to be like Pokemon where you get one. Like whoa, shiny! Uh, this is shiny as well. Oh my god, this is great! Or I don't know. I didn't buy any magic cards, so <laughs> I don't have a frame of reference there. But it's it's just like or like Gwent. You have that one card. Like there is one card where you're like, oh, this is dramatically better than the rest. That's the heroes and uh, stuff, isn't it? Like the, the main well, characters. Like the one that you pick when you open a deck in Gwent, you pick one. And the one that you pick, you're like, wow, this is good. Whereas in Hearthstone, you can... I in opened three in a row, and all three, I went, oh, sorry, and the rare one is... Oh, this, this one that just has the blue aura, I guess. It seems the same. And also it's for Hunter, and I don't play Hunter. So what? Yeah, that confused me a little at first, because I... I was opening packs. Like, I had 10 packs when I logged in. And I was like, oh, okay. Let's start opening. Um, and it was like, I wasn't aware that a rare is always guaranteed. So, it was like, rare. And I was like, oh, nice. Let me open another pack. Another rare. Oh, I'm on a roll. <laughs> yeah, let's do another one. Ooh, that's <laughs> another rare for me. Guess he's a good boy. And then I started getting, like, I got, like, a legendary. And I was like, oh, is, is that better? Is that good? Like, what's the best? I think I maybe got one epic. Or, like, one purple one. I don't know what level that is. But then I saw that, like, underneath it was, like, all classes or hunter. And I'm like, well, I don't care about that anymore. I just wanted mage items. Major cards. No mage for you. <sighs> I love the mage. Uh, what? Okay, something I don't like, though, about this whole, like, ranked system, like, ranked system of cards, as in you got rare, legendary, epic, so on and so forth, is that the... It doesn't sit quite right with me that they get the cards are actually better. Like, it should be rarity, not in, like not power level. You know? Yeah, I get exactly what you mean. Like, just because it's rare doesn't mean that it's good. Oh, uh, sorry, it should be the other way around. Like, just because apparently, like, as you get the better card, like a legendary card is has more functionality, is better than a rare and then a le- a, a, an epic is even better than that. And it's kind of like but that makes, that unfortunately makes this a pay to win game 
where this could a hundred percent could not like surely you should just base it on like the rarity like based on how often it gets given out because obviously that's a, it's given out less anyway so what is that is and it's that given not- out less so that people buy more so that they get more money so that sh- that should be the the r- rarity factor not that it's a better yeah more powerful card like they've got golden cards which are kind of like hollows i yeah. don't know if that's the correct terminology but like that's what should be the rare part not the like the crazy cards that i've seen that are obviously okay well that's from that pack and i understand as well that some packs are just better than others and obviously the basic pack is going to be the worst and i think a it's the latest pack like uh is always best like they release so many per year uh and it's always like the third one is the best or something like that i don't know what the maths is but people have done it and it's like there is a pattern you always buy this deck like this number deck um but even even buying decks like you get to get a few packs, but me having one Boomsday pack is not changing my gameplay at all. Yeah, they're they're small increases, but it's still cool. Like I will say, opening the the packs is very fun. I, I like just dragging it in, clicking it, and being like, "What have I got today? Have I got a legendary? Nope. No. Okay. No." <laughs> Uh, I even like but, considered like I, I like this game enough that I was even considering buying the starter pack where you get like it's six bucks and you get ten packs and something else and something else. I guess it's tough because other even physical card games, the cards that are harder to get are better cards, and they're obviously trying to emulate that. Are they? I don't know if that's true. Like the the one from Magic, the Black Lotus one, is that a strong OP card? It's very contextual, but generally good. I, but I remember with Yu-Gi-Oh, it was hard to find in booster packs, like better cards, and that 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 makes you want to buy more of them. That's the point of them. Well, you know what they should make it. The reason I say that it's always kind of guaranteed in Pokemon cards is because. Um, when you get to a big level, and I'm sure that it's the same with Magic, with every physical card game, um, that if you buy the whole kind of set, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but so the stores, they sell boosters by themselves, but you can buy that booster box um, straight up. And if you play a lot, that's definitely worth it more, like more bang for your buck. But, while in the individual booster, you might not get as lucky. You're all like, you know that those rare cards are somewhere in that box because every box has at least like, I don't know, for an example, that's probably wrong. Uh, every box has one mega X evolution card kind of thing. You're guaranteed and something I just, really good. Yeah. And I just feel like that's kind of what Hearthstone is lacking. Is like guaranteed because- legendaries in a pack or something. Yeah, because every time you're just doing this random number generated, like, because it's digital, I feel is the problem. And they would be, financially, they would be idiots to do this. Like, what they're doing now is probably the best. 
uh, and I could be wrong. They could actually have some sort of like calculation that it's like, okay, um, like this is pack opening is the one millionth seven hundred and fifty seven. Like has this code um, to it, and then the next one has that plus one, and then they have the numbers that whoever gets this number pack gets a good card. Maybe they're doing it like that, but I doubt it. I think they're probably just doing RNG the whole time. But the the real reason that I think uh, that I don't like Hearthstone's money thing and like why I'm not why I didn't buy anything and why I probably will never buy a Hearthstone pack is that they have the seasons. Like they they have the cards of this year and then they go out of date. And while real card games do that, like every card game does that and then the older cards become like Less unusable impactful, yeah like they become unusable in tournaments and the reason that they get banned isn't because uh isn't because of you know they want you to buy the new one the reason that they get banned is because they're not as viable in the competition whereas Hearthstone is digital and they could update the old cards if they're not as viable anymore that's true so they're just doing this because they're like you can't use this in proper play now uh, because we want more money. Like, they could just update it if the... Yeah, like, update the numbers on the, like, damage and stuff. But I guess there is probably a factor of um, they don't want to ruin people's... Like, some of the old cards are classic. They might be, like, classic, and if you change them, people might get mad. That's true, but what's probably worse is if you want to be a free player uh, and you... Like, I spoke to someone... Uh, at my work who used to play Hearthstone but got bummed out because the only way that they could keep playing is if they unenchanted all of their old cards. What does that do? What's unenchanting? Uh, It deletes the card and you get currency. Oh, and then you can buy some more or craft some more or whatever. Yeah. And so it's like, well, mm, if it's it's not out of date, you just are deciding not to update it because you want more money. Yeah. Uh, and in the same potentially with Frozen Throne, because uh, you, Adrian, were saying that oh, it's probably just old and they made a mistake. And then Michael was saying it could be done on purpose. Like it is the hard solo thing. Uh, not, uh, I didn't think, not that they made a mistake, but like this, I don't know if it is, but it could be that it was their first expansion and they were trying something new, but they did it the wrong way. Versus, but I think they just. That's just like, the way they Basically. Are. When you think about it, all the bullshit in the game is on purpose. Like, Where, while we've been playing, yeah. there is a card that has been patched uh, to make it uh, cost more because they realized it was OP. Yeah. And so it's like, if you can do that, why, can't why don't you just update, update the that's old a, cards? That's a very good point. Because we want the money. And now that is the end of my salty rant. <laughs> I'm sorry for doing that to you all. I just had to talk. I'll let you guys talk now. Um, I don't really have much left to say. Um, I definitely enjoyed my time playing it, and it, it's going to keep me... Like, especially with the Boomsday stuff, I'm staying on until I finish that at least. But I, I like playing against you guys, and I'm while I'm probably not good enough or invested enough to play, like, PvP, um, I... It's it's solo stuff is really smart addition. I don't think many other. The only other game was Gwent released. Was it Thronebreaker or something? 
re- like last week or so. That uh, it's that's a whole other game. It's a separate game, but it's still based in the Gwent. It's basically an RPG, but instead of doing like turn-based combat, you play Gwent. Yeah, that the official um, gameplay trailer came out two days ago. Is it, is it not out though? I thought it was. No, it's out in December. Okay, maybe beta. I know that the beta for Gwent is definitely on PS4. Oh, cool. Well, I've played Gwent before, and that was fun. Um, but not many other, um, as far as I'm aware, card games have solo campaigns that are fun like this and, and mix up the gameplay. Like, there's something here for someone if you're if you want to play um, solo, if you want to play competitively. There's something there for those people too. And that's why, like, overall, I might, we might as well just get towards the end. Unless you guys have anything else to say, I I think this is this is while counterintuitive, very easily a game for a busy gamer. I'm I'm happy to get to the end. Unless you have anything else to add, Michael? No, I I agree with Adrian's sentiments. It is yes. a game for a busy gamer. I will probably put it down for the time being, but I feel like I can I can always come back. Yeah, that's a good aspect to it. I feel like we could very easily just be like, hey, you want to play a game, quick game? Sure. It's kind of like what we said for Magic, where we're like, now that I know how to play this, I could probably pop in a game if I wanted. But now that I have Hearthstone, I don't really want to play Magic. <laughs> Magic think... Arena now has a beta? Yeah, Magic Ooh. Arena came out in the last month or so. I got a codes for it finally. <laughs> and I was like, it's too late. I... Hearthstone's just so much better. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's simpler, but still has a deep level of um, like gameplay. And appears to have some sort of coherent storyline. Where if you wanted to do it, you could just play Warcraft or World of Warcraft. Uh, I but I don't really I, get the the story behind it. Everybody just is is nice and goes into the tavern to play a game for a little while. Yeah, but the heroes, the stories behind the heroes, behind Jaina, behind the Lich. That's it's true. like, a, oh, who are these characters? Well, you can like it exists and it all like you can find it online very easily. Or it exists in game form if you want to find out that way. And I think it's good. I think it's like we said, it's a very good game to kind of dabble to get like your friends in. But I feel like there is a big shift and like a warning to people where if they want to get good. And I I know this kind of goes without saying for all things. If you want to get good, you've got to put more time into it. But I just feel like unless you're willing to put money into it, like I don't see this becoming a busy gamer's full-time hobby. No, no, like, I. this is the kind of game for me as a busy gamer where I'd just be like, I'm on the toilet, I'll pop out a quick puzzle if I can figure it out. Yeah. Or I'm on the train, I'm on the bus, I'm waiting, killing time. Um, or if I just wanted to play something different with you guys, this would be the this would be one of the things I'd suggest. Yeah, but I think if you want to do something like full-time, I think there are possibly more, like, like better free-to-play games like Smite, which would be a better kind of, I feel like, time to skill ratio. Yeah, like how much money you have to invest versus your skill level impact versus the money impact. I I get what you mean. And then you get a a free compliment for Smite for that. So, of course, you're going to agree. (laughs) I think that's all I can say. Like, it's just fun and it's just simple. And the big rant I had definitely applies, but it is very simple fun, so it's kind of hard to say, like, I feel like it's hard to say things about it because it is what it is. Like, it's good, it's fun, 
And that's what it is. And there's only one way to get good at next Fortnite's game. Ooh. Tell us. <laughs> Tell us the one way. Uh the answer is summon Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's it. I'm got my soap stone. I'm looking forward to talking about this because I've already got some thoughts uh, about the game that will contradict other thoughts that I've previously stated, possibly on pod, possibly off off screen. It's going to be interesting because we've played a lot of this. I've played like 90 hours of Dark Souls. Ooh, I haven't even looked how many hours I've played on Steam. Let's have a quick look. Dark Souls Red Die. 180 hours. Holy. Oh, my Lord. Oh, the time. <laughs> I'm definitely going to pull up like all my old characters. Um, I'm at 95 and I never even got to analyze. <laughs> you got halfway way. through. <laughs> Not even. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I've got a lot to say. Um, and some might surprise you. Tune in in a fortnight to find out. And either way, if for the next uh, Echo episode, either way, you're still saying. Ah, crap. I dropped my souls. I need to go get them and not die. Yes, because it's the 2D Souls-like Hollow Knight. And I'm not yeah, I'm not going to say, oh, I dropped my Geos. No, they're my souls. <laughs> they're my souls. It's the Are same you... for Bloodborne. <laughs> they're souls, not Blood yeah, Echoes. Who even calls it that? And probably, I'm sure, in The Surge. I don't know. And every, every single Soulsborne game. And when I drop coins in Mario, I go, no, my souls. My Nintendo souls. My Sonic rings. Ah, Nintendo souls. Ah, my Sonic like souls. <laughs> my Sonics. Ah, this, this Murloc card I'm playing costs two souls. Ooh, Dark Souls card game? Wait, that does exist. Souls. Yeah, thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe. Give us a review if you find us worthy. Tell your friends, especially when it's coming to Dark Souls. Dark Souls is a big uh, talking point, as, as well as Hearthstone. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on the games we're talking about. Uh, get in touch on Facebook. We also stream at Grind Time TV on Twitch. Uh, until the next episode of Hollow Knight, we'll see you later. I've been Adrian. I've been Michael. And I've been Matt. Job done. Job done. Oh, it's classic. Don't touch him. That's my favorite one. When does he say that? It's this uh, orc that is carrying two dinosaur eggs. His death rattle is that two dinosaurs will hatch. And he comes out and he's carrying two eggs and he says, Don't touch them. <laughs> Aww, that's cute. I love it.